Welcome in to the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah, along with Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at WoodonESPN1000. Follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. We are fresh off the heels of UFC 279. A, a crazy event, Jordan. We got to talk about that first before we preview UFC Fight Night coming up this Saturday night because, you know... One guy doesn't make weight, and the entire card goes to crap, essentially. It was a clusterfuck. It, it, really, it really was. And, like, it, it's funny, too, that, you know, the fight that broke out, that canceled the press conference, like, just gets swept under the rug because of all the craziness that, in, that ensues, and, and they're able to luckily save the card, and I thought actually make it better both from a betting standpoint and actual fights that took place, they were better. And that's why I always preach, look, I love everybody that listens to us on the podcast. Thank you for listening every single week. But as far as my selections, it's why I wait till the very end, Friday late afternoon, to release my official plays with Fat Jack Sports because of all the chaos and weigh-in issues that we see, not just with last week, but every week that we have you know, major issues that happen with the UFC. Yeah, and it made for a great fight. It made for a profitable evening uh, with those selections. Now, obviously, our podcast kind of went into the trash can uh, after that happened. But if people paid attention, if people went to FatJackSports.com, then they got some of those winners as well. And now we move on to a UFC fight night leading up to UFC 280, which is going to be amazing here come up in October. We're going to have our, have to have our guy Bilal on again before he leaves uh, for Dubai and, you know, tell him that you're going to probably pick against him again. Uh, uh, but <laughs> he's trying to set me up with Bilal, and it's, it's going to happen. I'm going to end up like seeing him on State Street, and he's going to be like, Yo, the guy that keeps, I, I saw you at the Sox game, the guy that always picks against me. He's going to land on right cross. I'm going to be Or I'm, I'm, I'm incepting you, and you're going to end up picking him, and he's going to lose when you do pick him. Like, that's exactly. going to be the problem. So let's get started here. UFC fight night in Las Vegas. We'll start with the main card here, our first fight Tanner Bozer against Rodrigo Nascimento. Bozer, a minus 200 favorite. Nascimento, plus 150. Heavyweights that were supposed to face off in April. They're going to get at it this weekend uh, because finally there was some guys not making weight and failing post-fight drug tests and all this kind of stuff. But these guys are finally fighting, and Bozer is the heavy favorite here. Yeah, as he should be. I mean, he's had the, the healthier dose of competition in the UFC. He's a very athletic heavyweight, a lot of fluid movement relies uh, fights to, to, to stay on their feet, which, you know, he'll clearly have the advantage over Nascimento. Um, Nascimento is going to try and get this fight to the ground and, and get it to the ground very uh, quickly. Uh, Bozer's been taken down. Uh, he's got okay de- uh, takedown defense, uh, but not the best. If Nascimento gets it there, I think he's going to get a win, but I don't think he will. I think Tanner Bozer is just too talented enough with his takedown defense and his striking. But I here's the thing. $2 right now at FanDuel for Tanner Bozer. That's a little bit too much. I mean, he should be a sizable favorite, but n- not that much. So that's too much juice. I put him to a parlay. What I like in this fight, Adam, is the fight not to go to the, to the distance. So I think you could e- e- safely actually even play an under uh, at one and a half. I think that Nascimento is going to be so intent on getting this fight to the ground. He's going to be uh, susceptible to uh, the offense by Tanner Bozer. And a knockout's coming his way. So I like the under at plus money right now, one and a half where it lays. Yeah, under one and a half is plus 110. That's good. If you look for 
uh, method of victory here for this fight. Bozer to win by knockout is plus 140. Nascimento to win by knockout is plus 800. Uh, Nascimento by submission, like you said, he's going to try to get this fight to the ground, is 3-1. to one. And then Bozer by decision is 330, plus 330. So, But I like that under 1.5 at plus money. That would be a good way to start the main card uh, for this fight. Yeah, I think so. Because, again, there's a little bit of a risk with Nascimento and his takedown accuracy, being able to get Bozer to the ground. And I think he's a fish out of water in that regard. But uh, Bozer in my parlay. And Bozer, uh, I think Bozer gets the finish, but if you want to play it safe, just play the under at one and a half. Our next fight on the card, um, okay, this one's weird. I don't even like saying it. Andre Touchy Feely. It's like one of the best nicknames no, it's we not. have in the it's, game. How it's weird. Is that? It's weird. I feel like it's a mind it's game. It's creative. It's I not feel- like the other dude, like his name's Robocop. I mean, come on. It's yeah, like that's fine, movie, but like- at least, I mean, you know, that at least he's, he looks the part kind of, though. Right, like he kind of looks like he he's got does, the. And he actually also does move like a robot in the octagon. Yeah. So yeah, let's look at that. Andre Touchy Feely has uh, one fight, one win in his last fight of five appearances, and then Bill Algio is plus one hundred on this one. He is trying to win three in a row here. Feely, the minus one thirty favorite here. So this is pretty even, kind of an even fight. Uh, how do you see this one? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be very interesting for me to see how. Andre Feely bounces back after he got brutally knocked out in his last fight in the first round, uh, 41 seconds into it. I was surprised. I mean, I had him beating Joe Anderson Brito basically all day. Andre Feely is a talented fighter. He's been around the UFC for quite some time. Very athletic, long, can rely on his wrestling. He came from that team alpha male, Uriah Faber camp. So he certainly got that in his back pocket. Uh, And and, in a matchup with Bill Elgio, you know, I handicapped actually his last fight uh, to uh, for Herbert, Herbert Burns to submit him, and I was surprised that he survived a first-round submission and then finished Herbert Burns in that second round. I think this is going to be a fireworks fight. I think neither guy actually finishes the other. I'm not a small play on Andre Feely because I think he's just better everywhere. The length will cause some issues for Bill Elgio, but Bill Elgio is a dog. Like, he gets into a, a barn burner. That's his style of fight. Feely might succumb to that style fight, but I don't think he gets finished. So it's the over for me and a small play in Andre Feely just because I think he's just a little bit better everywhere and can rely on his wrestling if things get dicey. So Andre Feely, like we mentioned, at minus 130 right now, if you go by method of victory, like you said, it's probably going to go over the two and a half. So Feely to win by decision at plus 165, Feely to win by knockout at plus 400, uh, Algio to win by decision is plus 180. So you're thinking that this goes the distance or at least over two and a half, and then that Feely wins at minus 130. But if you want to sprinkle a little bit on, on Feely by decision, plus 165. Exactly, exactly. I mean, obviously there's a little bit of a risk with Andre Feely. Is, is he in a situation now where like his chin is, is, is susceptible to, to knockouts because he's coming off of that brutal finish at the hands of Joe Anderson Brittle? But I, I believe that was kind of a flash knockout. That's not the case. There's still plenty of game, plenty of fights left in the career of Andre Feely. So I think great fight. Maybe if you could find it on some some sports uh, betting props uh, or betting apps off of the prop of fight of the night, Ooh. this one would be certainly one I would lay some money on to be the fight of the night. 
Okay. I See, I thought you'd say that the next one would be the fight of the night because you got two guys that like to finish their fights within the distance in Chidi Andraquani and Gregory Rodriguez. And this one's pretty even, minus 110 and minus 115, respectively. Uh, Chidi's minus 110 and Gregory Rodriguez is minus 115. So this one close. And these guys, like to they don't like to finish fights, or they don't like to go the distance. They want this fight to be finished and finished very fast. Knockout power by these guys. Yeah, I mean, Chidi and Jakawani has been a darling uh, kind of this this calendar year. He's on a four-fight win streak, you know, 14 KOs of his 22 victories. And he had, you know, an absolute assault on Andre Berrio uh, two fights ago in the UFC. Needed a little bit of time to, uh, you know, dust off Dusko Tudovic, but he did. Uh, and obviously, Andre Kawani uh, with his, you know, the notoriety coming from his brother, Anthony, who, uh, you know, appeared earlier on in the WEC days, UFC days. Chidi and Jaquani is an outstanding striker. The thing about this fight is obviously it's not a kickboxing fight. It's a mixed martial arts fight. And it's a, one of those situations, Adam, where I believe the guy that uh, is favored should not be. So I love Gregory Rodriguez in a pick slight dog in some sports books. Uh, I think he's a slight dog on FanDuel as it stands right now. Gregory Rodriguez, I think, can match the striking, at least what he's the, the arsenal the artillery that Njikawani is going to throw. Gregory Rodriguez has got a granite chin. And if this fight gets to the ground, it is Gregory Rodriguez's fight to win all day. Look, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit here because Chidi Njikawani is a black belt. And there's a lot of black belts out there. People get them. I'm also an ordained minister. I went online and I got a certificate. And I'm not discrediting the Brazilian jiu-jitsu skills of Chidi Njikawani. Jordan. What I'm Jordan, saying is Jordan, black belts do Jordan, get handed out. Jordan. And I believe there's a fundamental difference between the black belt uh, uh, skill set of Gregory Rodriguez and the skill set of the black belt in Chidi and Jaquani. Jordan. So uh, I'm not afraid at all <laughs> if Rodriguez goes to the crown with Jaquani because I think he smashes him uh, on the ground. So I am all in. Probably my favorite play. I don't do that a lot, right? I don't do my no, favorite play. No, you don't. Play. Just have plays like I have my yeah, selection. I'll my favorite this one. play of this night is Gregory Rodriguez to win straight up. I think he wins and uh, plus money in some circles. You grab it right now. I, I I was saying Jordan 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 over again while you were talking about that. I was trying to stop you. I don't know if you could hear me, but um, I have a black belt. You do? Okay, yeah, so I do. Yeah, good, yeah. I have a third. I have a third degree black belt. I do not. I'm I don't a, have a white belt. I'm a third but, degree black belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> Oh, that's it. No, no, no. I'm okay. Like, like, wait, okay. No, I'm serious. I'm 100 percent serious. I yeah, am. but yeah, but I, but ex- no, and I. I also and I, haven't. And I, I also haven't I done Taekwondo. This, what I'm talking about is from a jujitsu yeah. standpoint, uh-huh. not Taekwondo, not no. other disciplines. But you're, but you're right. I was 15 at the time, or like 14 at the time, whatever, and I'd just been in it for so long, like when I was a little kid, and I just liked going, and eventually, and my parents would take me that, you know, I stopped, and I was like, oh, you, they're like, you can ride your bike or drive yourself, and I'm like, no, I think I'm done with this, this is kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> but you so, are a black So belt. you're right, if, look, if you keep paying, they'll keep handing you belts. Yeah. Now, so, I mean, again, the thing here in this fight is, you know, Gregory Rodriguez did get into a, a situation where he kind of like forgot about his Brazilian jiu-jitsu skill set. We really haven't seen it a lot in the UFC. So that, I mean, that could be issues for him against Chidi and Jaquani if we're, we're talking about an entire 15 minutes spent on the feet. But I think Gregory Rodriguez is going to be smart. This is an ample opportunity to, to, to halt a guy that's surging in the middleweight division. Rodriguez can get two wins in a row. He probably should have three wins in a row. He's kind of robbed. Uh, two fights ago uh, in, in that fight against uh, Armin Petrosian. 
So I like Gregor Rodriguez in this fight. I think he wins it everywhere. I love it. I love it. Plus 105 right now on FanDuel to win straight up. I'm not even going to look at you. That's your best play. I'm not even messing with with method of victory. We just let everybody know that I have a third-degree black belt that I haven't uh, used for 23 years. I'm 30, I'm 30, going to be 38. So, yeah, no, I, it, there's no point. That, that's, that about, is about as valuable as... As my college diploma, not valuable at all. Not <laughs> well, valuable. Here's, the, here's at all. the thing: what is valuable? Maybe you want to sprinkle a little bit of play. Rodriguez is five to one to win via submission, Ooh. and I look. I, I think he's going to be smart. Get this fight to the ground and then tap Njikwani out of there. So uh, let's look go. Look at five you to doing my that. job, looking for the method of victory. I love it. I love it. All right, our main event: the UFC Fight Night. Corey Sandhagen versus Song Yadong. Uh, Sandhagen is a minus two fifteen favorite. Song is plus one sixty five. There's a lot of uh, clutter up there in the bantamweight division, and these two are trying to add their names to that clutter. And someone needs to come away with a victory here. But it looks like through the odds makers, they believe that Corey Sandhagen is going to win this one at minus one fifteen on the money line. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny to say this now that, you know, he, he we just saw him get head kicked, knocked out yeah. uh, in a loss. But Corey Sandhagen was billed as being Dominic Cruz 2.0. You know, the fact that he's got such fluidity, great footwork. He's got tremendous length, good boxing, great takedown defense. He could also wrestle. Uh, he's all, he's fallen on some tough times. He's lost two fights in a row. Uh, but, you know, against TJ Dillashaw, former two-time Bantamweight champion, Peter Yan, former champion. So, uh, he's losing to the best of the best in the Bantamweight division. And quite frankly, the both those fights, or literally the, the fight against C.J. Jellisaw, controversially, he lost. Uh, Song Yudong, I can't believe the dude's only 24 years of age. I mean, he's been fighting in the UFC forever. I think he made his debut like at 19. like, And he's been fighting forever. Hits like a ton of bricks. We saw that in his knockout against Marlon Marais uh, the last time out in March of uh, of the you know couple of months ago. But I just think Sanhagen's you know, length, the footwork, the fact this is a five-round fight, he's used to that. Song Yudong has never uh, done that before. It's going to be a big challenge for him. Uh, and, and also, Sanhagen's a guy that does get finished. And I think Song Yudong, to win the fight, is going to need a flash knockout. He's going to need something crazy to happen, and he's going to have to catch Sanhagen. Um, and I just don't think it happens because Sanhagen has, has sort of been in there with, with those heavy hitters and, and gone five rounds or gone three rounds and, and hasn't been knocked out. Uh, so I think Sanhagen's a guy that maybe I'm going I'm to add to – uh, you know, a, a parlay just to, to, to win straight up. Uh, I was talking about it earlier on. Tanner Bozer's a guy I like in my parlay. Um, but I think Sanhagen, the win on the judges' scorecards, I think is slightly plus money right mm-hmm. now at FanDuel, like plus 110, yep. plus 115. I think he wins. I think he just wins on points. He just peppers Yadon, gets a takedown if he needs to, and it just avoids a big knockout. All right, so yeah, Sanhagen by decision there is uh, plus 115 right now, so that's good. That handles the method. Again, you're doing my job. That handles the method of victory right there, and if we take that uh, Sanhagen and put that into a parlay with Bozer at minus 175, that plays, pays 140, plus 142 for those, both those guys to win. So that's not bad. Two fights to, at plus 142. That's a, uh, that's a good night right there. Yeah, no, it's I, I like it. I think we can also add a, a Luma Luke Boomi uh, on the prelims. I mm-hmm. think she wins her three round uh, women's fight against uh, Denise Gomez. Uh, just kind of similar style to, to uh, Corey Sanhago. Uses her length, footwork, kickboxing, uh, outpoints Denise there. So it'll probably add a little bit more value. Oh, a little bit. That takes us up to plus three like parlay. That uh, takes us to plus 263. So that parlay is Luma Lukbunmi, 
Tanner Bozer and Corey Sandhagen. That pays plus 263 right now. And your other plays are uh, Sandhagen by decision at plus 115. Bozer inside the distance under one and a half at plus 110. Andre Feely to win st- straight up. Sorry, I, sorry, I mispronounced his name. Andre Touchy Feely. Uh, minus 130 straight up. And then, of course, the play of the weekend. The play of the weekend, Gregory Rodriguez in a money line and also as a flyer via submission at 5-1. to one. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you know, last week we were looking at a lot of fights with, like, one-sided odds. There wasn't a lot of value. It's hard, like, to, you know, when you're fighting a Hamza Shemaev and he's a 9-1 to one favorite, mm-hmm. what have you. We got virtual pickums, you know, uh, uh, all across the board, I think. Sanhagen might be the biggest. There might be, like, one or two big-time favorites, which, you know, makes sense. But other than that, we got pickums. We got money lines. We got small underdogs that I like throughout the card. Absolutely. Anything else anybody should be looking at here? Maybe earlier in the uh, prelims, or just yeah, that I, one? I think another fight that's uh, that that's kind of similar to the uh, Gregor Rodriguez and and, and uh, Chitty and Jakowani fight. Wrong guy favored. Wrong woman favored. Aspen Ladd, Sarah McMahon. I think Aspen Ladd is just not trustworthy enough. She's faltered and faltered against uh, uh, wrestlers like Sarah McMahon. Sarah McMahon's an Olympic wrestler, uh, and a little bit you know long in the tooth. I think uh, she's you know forty years of age, but still hits with a ton of power. Good double leg, and I think she'll control Aspen Ladd. And right now, Sir McMahon's the underdog, so I'm going to probably play a little uh, on Sir McMahon as well. Yeah, she's plus 115 right now, so add that in as well to your plays. He's Jordan Sherwood. You can follow him on Twitter, at Woodon, ESPN1000. I'm Adam Abdallah, at Adam A. Abdallah. Jordan, thanks as always, and now you know not to mess with me because at 14 years old, I became a third-degree black belt. Yeah, so between you and uh, and, uh, Bilal, I better watch my back. Yeah, watch out. You don't want to pick against him because I might be behind him saying, yeah, you don't don't want this smoke. (laughs) Don't want any of this smoke. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Unnamed MMA Podcast.